What's up team, how we going? First off, I just want to say a huge thank you to all you out there for supporting this Assorted Kiwi podcast. Life is assorted, taste is assorted, our minds are assorted, and our stories are assorted. The Assorted Kiwi podcast is where Kiwis can share their assorted perspectives, ideas, and dreams. Assorted is all about Kiwis connecting through what is important to them. Every idea is important to who you are. Some may miss, but the best ideas are the ones that challenge ways of thinking and also emotionally connect people to one another. This is the definition of the Assorted Kiwi. Sup team, how we going? Welcome along to the Sort of Kiwi Show. I'm your host, Hamish. Um, once again, back with one of these um, Zoom video um, meeting podcasts, for the Majiggies, um, but it's just the circumstances that we're in. Um, and it's always trusting on my side. It's always tech issues everywhere that I go. Um, but it's just the, the world that we live in, you know what I mean? Um, but on the other side, I've got a special guest, um, someone that... I've been building with for probably the last two months, like trying to kind of lock in a pod. Um, but of course, yeah. it's just um, unpredictable times in terms of being able to link up, link up a person or um, just like lock in a video chat. But got an awesome guest um, and it's, I'm looking forward to this chat because it's kind of been a long time coming on our side. So got um, Rihanna Browning um, on that <laughs> end. Um, how are you going, Ren? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's funny to hear you say Rihanna because yeah, like you know, we chat and we go by Ren. Exactly, but I thought I would just say like yeah. Rihanna because that's kind of like how from a like a a business standpoint, that's. Thank you so much. <laughs> from, from the yeah, it's face value, it's the professional you know, name, but we'll see. <laughs> but um, a little bit of intro just in terms of like what you do. Like I'll give it like a little bit of a a quick overview, but it's better if you go into it. But like. You're all about like women's empowerment and coaching people yeah. in terms of part of a not giving an F or not giving a fuck really. Um, you know, the raw, um, the raw tellings in terms of like what people go through, whether it's um anxiety and how to overcome it and providing those tools to embitter embitter yourself in terms of what you do. Um and also your host of the Authenticity Project as well, podcast. Yes, um, I am. which is just another another channel for people just to um experience you talk about you know cut out the bullshit cut out the fakeness just having real organic conversations because there's a lot yeah. out there that's you know a lot of fake stuff you know so like, yeah, i agree <laughs> so like rather than me talking like how do you actually get into like what you're doing you know what i mean Good question. So for anyone who doesn't know, I am a women's empowerment coach. And I think I got into it. Firstly, I studied psychology in Wellington, so Victoria University. Um, I always wanted to help people. I always wanted to understand the human brain a little bit more. But I actually won a coaching like free session, um, I think in like 2019. And I was like, oh, like this is fun. How good? I think it was valued at like $300. And I was like, oh, this will be interesting. And this woman, uh, her name was Laura Grady. She's a fantastic coach. She kind of showed me a different world, a different perspective on how I can help others rather than just sitting there and being like, okay, you have a mental illness. Let's give you some medication. And she kind of basically peeled back the layers of my life 
and was like, stop, like, stop faking it, you know, stop faking it. Um, you're not perfect 24 seven and it's okay. And I think my results from doing that one course, it, it literally changed my life. It was like, holy shit, I don't have to put up this massive facade that I'm always like perfect and, you know, I have a great relationship and a great uh, like just life in general. And it was nice for someone to just be like, this is why you do it and this is how you can stop doing it. And so I guess I just want to give that to everyone, uh, particularly women in general. I think there's a massive, I guess, market for that, but just teaching people that they don't have to be fake all the time and they also don't have to go through their troubles alone and sometimes I think your problems seem so massive in your head but to a coach it's like oh here's like three ways to cope with anxiety and when you give someone the opportunity to work through their shit excuse my language I swear like a like a truck driver I hope that's like (laughs) but when you yeah when you give someone the opportunity to work through their stuff I think it gives them a bit of hope and I think for one, the mental health industry in New Zealand is fucking terrible. So it's just opening up, I guess, a different market or a different niche and just at a cheaper price, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty cool. And it must be like pretty um, like fulfilling being able to have an impact in terms of helping other people solve their problems, right? Oh, yeah. Like, did you think like, like and, it, and it's an awesome story of like how you ended up getting into it. Like it just happened from winning a, winning an yeah. opportunity to talk to a life coach yourself yeah. and then realizing the benefit of, oh, wow, this is not only helping me, but it's actually transcended on helping myself mm. help others. Yeah, absolutely. And it was so, I think the word I'm looking for is basic, like just to keep it uh, really, what's the word, transparent. I had a really shitty life, you know, like I was very just always putting up this massive, front that I was just this perfect confident successful woman and I was like I'm not like as my relationships are fucking shit show I was like my family life's a shit show you know I have trauma that I haven't dealt with um you know like for 10 years etc and this woman was like this is how you do it and I was like holy shit so yeah it is it's so rewarding it's so rewarding especially when people you know they're, they're struggling for so long and it's like oh my god if they just knew like if they just knew how easy it was, like obviously it's hard to talk about your problems, but it's just, it's so much easier to deal with them than to go through life and live with them. And that's, that's kind of everything I try and teach. It's like, you know, life is hard, um, but pick your hard, uh, you know? And, and it's also <laughs> like, just in terms of being able to talk to someone, regardless of the tools that you provide, it's just, yeah. it can mean the world a difference. Oh, like yeah. being someone's, um, I know, um, whiteboard, so to speak, in terms of yeah. like being, being able to just like, like spell out how they feel and you've been yeah. able to kind of organize it in a way to replay it back to them and provide oh, us And tools. that is exactly, that's literally what it is. You know, like um, I have five clients at the moment and one of my clients, you know, she's like, oh, my life is so chaotic. It's so scattered. And I'm like, here it is here it is you know it, like it's just it's showing people a different I guess way to look at their life and it's like okay you have you know for example high functioning anxiety and this causes this and then the reason you have this is from this and it's just I think it's a lot easier to understand your life and what you go through especially your mental health when someone can just show you where it comes from and then yeah. show you ways to deal with it 
healthily. I think there's so many unhealthy coping mechanisms, you know, like alcohol abuse, drug abuse, toxic relationships, yep. all of that. And I think it's so important to just sit with someone and just like say your pace, you know? I think there's not enough conversation about the things we go through. It's like, are you all right? Yeah. Okay, cool. You know? Yeah. And like, is it like, and that's kind of, do you feel like that's just, uh, I've talked to a lot of other people as well. It's kind of like the Kiwi attitude of like, she'll be oh, right. Yeah. And, you know, speaking speaking more from like a male perspective, like there's a lot of that. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Culture Absolutely. as well. But it isn't just exclusive to males. Like, I'm sure like females kind of have that thing of like, nah, it's mm. all right oh. because of that fear of, kind of like feeling, <laughs> feeling like they're yeah. vulnerable or anything like that, yes. you know? Yeah, totally. Um, perfect example is me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really traumatic experience when I was seven years old. Uh, me and my sister went through it. It was it was horrific, and I I was so scared to leave my house afterwards, and I couldn't, you know, go to the petrol station and fill up my car, or you know, like years on, I just couldn't do the basic things. And I was like, oh, I wonder why that is, but I never really addressed it. And then people would ask, like, oh, how are you going? And I'm like, oh, I'm really good. But then I'd be having nightmares about the same reoccurring thing, and no one told me that that was not normal. Like, like you said, you know, there's right. this massive, I guess, facade that everyone just has their shit together all the time. And I think yeah. for me, my purpose is to let everyone know, even as an empowerment coach, right? Like I, I am living my life. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm doing very, very well. But also like I went to the doctors yesterday to talk about anti-anxiety medication. Yeah. And it's normal. It is normal. normal. It's normal not to be yeah. okay, but then it's just, and it's also just in terms of you're going to have, there'll be days where you feel like absolutely on top of the world. But then there's days when mm. you just feel like, oh no, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's hard oh, to like sustain totally. that like, the, yeah. you know, without the, the, the tools and the, the be able to the talk people to talk to as well. Like, and yeah, also and like, I think that's what we forget as especially New Zealanders, but also just, just people. I feel like people forget that we're like human. And we're allowed to have a shit day and it doesn't need to mean anything. It doesn't need to have any underlying reason as to why you don't want to get out of bed. Like there might be, but also it can be like, it's so, you know, it can be so sunny outside and you could have had the best day previously. And then you wake up this morning and you're like, yeah, nah, not for me. And I think there should be room to talk about that stuff and just be like, you know what? I'm, I'm not okay today, but it's okay. You know, yeah. we don't have to be perfect 24 seven. We don't. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, and like when you actually started like taking on clients and stuff, was that last, when you actually started doing the like, hang on, yo, Ren, the life yo, coach. Yo, I can make money. <laughs> when was it? Like, and, and also like the ability to make money or like have a lifestyle surrounding something that you're passionate about. Like, yeah. when was it? Was it last year that it kind of really kicked off? Yeah, I think no so. Way. I think not to toot my own horn, but I've been helping people for a really long time. Uh, I think it started in high school and I had some friends that were like really suicidal and I was like, fuck, I don't want you to die. Like, I want to help you through this, but I forgot to look after me as well. Um, but in terms of business, literally this year, like January, I think like oh, the yeah. 9th or something. Yeah, it's, it's happened. It's happened very quickly, which is nice. And I like obviously the success that comes from that. But yeah, I like it wasn't like a, a four year process. Yeah, like nine Got months. You. <laughs> Yeah. That, that's what I was going to like talk about as well. Like there's, and I, I and there's a lot of it around like kind of what you were saying 
in terms of like your mission statement, so to speak, is there's a lot of kind of self-help, self-help information out there and different, different like um, forms, right? <laughs> like whether it's Instagram, yeah. if it's like just Google and it's hard for like people to be able to find the stuff that resonates with them. But mm. something that you pride yourself on is just, it's, it doesn't, not only is it easily, easy to digest a lot of your content, but it's just the raw. Thank you. Know, you. It's authentic, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And that's something that can be relatable and allow people to kind of open up a little bit more. But totally. And in terms of what you do in terms of from your business, like what have been the biggest learnings in the last, like, say, six months or since you have done it? Because I'm sure <laughs> that's, that has its own challenges as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think. To anyone who wants to start a business, fucking go for it. Take the risk, take the leap. But I think don't go into it being naive. I really went into it um, with this idea that it was going to take off, which it has, which is fantastic. But also it was just going to be smooth sailing. And I could just do the bare fucking minimum and, and like reap the rewards of that. So the biggest lesson I've learned <laughs> is to look after myself. I struggled with a lot of burnout the first like, probably six months in I was sick like every probably every two weeks honest to god and I was like oh that's so random I wonder why that is but when you don't look after yourself and you're always consuming everyone else's energy like of course you're gonna feel shit you know you people just are just constantly offloading yeah. yeah yeah but then me being me I was like you know what I've got this yeah you know I don't get sick I can handle this so that was the biggest one it's just it's learning to look after yourself um also hire an accountant and hire a legal advisor yeah. <laughs> in terms of actual business. Those are probably the three biggest things because it's about learning what you can do and what you can't. So like work on your strengths, but also acknowledge your weaknesses. I'm fucking terrible with money, like so bad with money. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to hire a accountant and he can do all of that for me. So yeah, it's nice. just, it's about going through it and figuring out what works for you, but also making sure that you're doing the business for the purpose rather than the rewards because I went into it at the start like oh my god I can make money I don't have to work a nine-to-five and then I found that the uh, clientele that I was bringing in had the similar mindset they weren't really there to change their life they were kind of just like oh this is easy this is a quick fix let's give it a go and I was the same and so when you start to look at the business or you know my coaching as an actual purposeful thing to change people's lives that's the type of clients I started to attract. It was people that really, truly were like, yeah, Ren, let's fucking do it kind of thing. And that was big as well. That's awesome. And Just it's kind of cool why. to like, <laughs> I'm sure it's awesome to like have that realization like earlier on in your, on your journey as well, right? Of being like very yeah. much like purpose-led in terms of what you do, because not only is it going to reap the rewards anyway, because mm. you're leading with your heart and, and your you know, huge amount of passion, but it's also impacting others in the way that they expect anyway. Yeah. And I think when I started, I was like, this is fun. Like, you know, I can really help people. But when I remember my beautiful client, her name is Hannah, not anymore. Um, She was like, Ren, you've genuinely changed my life and I'm actually happy to get out of bed. And I was like, holy shit. Like I did that kind of thing. And so when I think when you see the rewards, rather than obviously like you know the money is great but when you see people actually change like they flip a switch and they become their true authentic self that's what drives me to get out of bed in the morning because I'm like fuck 
like if I can do it, if I can go to therapy, if I can get into a stable relationship, work on myself, love myself, everyone can. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's my why essentially. And, and it's cool that like you are so, you know, like raw and authentic in yourself that I can imagine that like when people are getting familiar with what you stand for and your brand and what you do, whether it's on the gram yeah. or through your podcast and stuff, they realize, oh, wow, like this chick's like She's all right. for so many reasons <laughs> because she is able to just be honest, you know, yeah, and, and transparent think, and not put important. up the front just to get clients yeah. or fabricate this kind of perfect being. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm sure they appreciate that, you know? Yeah. And I, I I did that for so long, Hamish. That was my life. It was this fake, like, I am perfect 24-7. Nothing gets to me. You know, I was yeah. posting my relationship on my Instagram all the time and I was only posting the highlights. But inside, oh my God, I was so depressed. I was so depressed yeah. and I had no purpose. And I was like, surely I'm not the only one that feels like this. And then yeah, other people started to show up on the Instagram and be more authentic. And I was like, wow, people genuinely can relate to this. Maybe I should stop being so fake. So I think that's where it comes from. It's being able to relate to people and just remember like, we're all human. Like I'm still gonna, you know, sit in my pajamas at 10 a.m. on a Thursday. Like it doesn't matter, you know? And I'm still gonna talk about the things I go through, even though I'm preaching like, you know, change your life and become better and be happy and et cetera. It's, it's so normal to not. Yeah, so. and I'm sure like you know I um it's interesting like looking at your like your Instagram because while like you know your main niche is like woman empowerment like the stuff that you are like you're talking about can be applicable to like guys as well you know what I mean oh you know, yeah looking at in terms of like, how you structure your day or just like where you place your energy or just what things you kind of like take out of your life or not focus on yeah um which is always like yeah it's just awesome to be able to see that stuff. But like, have you like, when you've been going through this journey, um, are there things that you like on the positive and negative side, not, not from a business, but just in terms of like being a life coach, are there things that you did not expect to happen, like positive and negative in oh, terms yeah. of like, I was just like, oh, <laughs> like wow. Like in my like, life, like my personal life. Yeah. Like in terms yeah. of like the learnings along the way, like. Yeah, totally. So the biggest thing. I learned is that you, especially in terms of my relationship, right? My relationship is everything. My partner is my soulmate. He's my, he's my rock. And um, I was like, oh, we always have this really like weird, you know, connection. We're always like arguing. It was very toxic at the start. And I learned that you have to work on yourself in order for your partner to work on themselves. And when you're both collectively working together, that's when things actually work. And so to me, that was massive. As soon as I started working on myself, I was like, holy shit, everything is just a little bit better. And I feel like once you start to project a really positive healing energy, um, everyone else around you figures that out very quickly and they start to take that on board. But also in terms of negative energy, like I lost a lot of friends, a lot of fucking friends, like people who were just like, like my, my soulmate friends, you know, these people Got just kind of left my life. And I was like, where are they going? And then, you know, you learn like people really aren't there for you like 24 seven. And that, I think that was hard to learn. In terms of like people not fully supporting like what you're passionate about or your drive. Yeah. All this journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when you have like, you have a friendship and it's very, once again, it's very highlight real, very positive all the time. You know, we love it. Like we love each other, et cetera. 
I found as soon as I wanted to become better than what I was currently, people were very just like, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. You'll never be better. This is where you sit kind of thing. And that to me was massive. And I remember having a conversation with my dad, bless him. Glenn, if you're watching, I love you. Um, <laughs> but he was like, people are in your life for particular reasons and then they go. And I was like, fuck, alrighty. So that was hard. It was learning like your closest mate can turn around and just be like, no, we don't support you anymore. Or we don't believe in what you're doing. And I think that's probably a hard thing to learn in general. It's just the people you think are in your corner are not yeah. really. And like, like um, I always like, like talked about kind of this analogy of like the tree and like how there's like the tree and the branches and the leaves and like yeah. people do fall into different categories, you know? Um, you know, some people yeah. kind of leaves and like leave, you know, they're spelled yeah. differently, pun intended, <laughs> like they kind of on and off, you know, and there's branches, sometimes they snap and then they're gone. I but love then that. Yeah. There's the roots, you know, and the ones that you always, always going to be there, you know, but yeah. then like any good plant or tree you have, you know, you still have to n- nurture the tree in terms yeah, of its growth, totally. or it's, whether it's a bonsai tree or whatever it could be, you know. Um, and I just like yeah, spreading analogies because I just, anything. No, it's good. I love it. Relate to how you're feeling other people can feel. It's quite cool, you know. Yeah, totally. And I think that tree analogy is great. That was absolutely it. It was like, okay, this person served its light, served their purpose. Let's go. And I think growing up you know I was always a massive people pleaser I wanted to make sure everyone else was happy all the time and I didn't really care about the consequence of that and so when I got to a point in life where I was like you know what I don't want to work nine to five I don't want to have toxic relationships I don't want to have shitty friendships I want to make a fuck ton of money you know like once I got into that mindset that leveling up mindset people were shocked and instead of hey Ren how can I get here too it was more like yeah no you'll never achieve that and so I think a part of my purpose is just showing other people like if I can do it, you can do it too because I've done it or I'm doing it, so to speak. And I think that's quite a cool thing to say, like in terms of like where people like don't necessarily understand your journey. Yeah. One thing that they could like say is like, what is it? Why are you doing this? Not necessarily like why, like how can I do it too? Because everyone's journey is different, but like, what is it that's mm. driving you to end up doing this? Like, could it actually be yeah. like a really good like learning for them? It's like, how do I find totally. that why, or how do I find that drive, and not being just yeah. discredited or disgruntled of people's feedback because it's around us all the time. Totally. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I hired a life coach and a business coach very early on because, honest to God, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no yeah. idea. I was like, this is what I want to do where do we where do we start kind of thing and the first thing my coach said to me is that everyone is a reflection of each other and so we're never doing better than anyone we're just on different levels and so which I love I think that's so important you know I'm not better than you because I'm doing something else I'm just here and you're like just here you know but you have the ability to get to there and we can match etc so that was massive to understand that I'm I'm actually not better than anyone I'm just on a different level and so I just want everyone to get to my level yeah. that level of contentment 100 percent, yeah you know it's really cool that you say that as well because i'm sure that a lot of people and I, I admit it like when i look on like instagram or i look on to other things of people preaching self-help it's a part of me and i'm sure there's a lot of other people that feel like oh 
so much of it and this is me just being honest right oh yeah so there's so much of it and it's like you know are you actually being authentic or are you actually being truthful yeah but for you to say that is um it's quite cool because there is this feeling of like oh do they think that they're better than me because they've got all Mm. these like plans and stuff out it isn't that they're just kind of like forming themselves as a vessel of being able to help other people because they've got this skill and that skill allows people to not have to think about it and make it a bit easier yeah and that's that's literally what it's about it's about making another person's life a little bit easier for them to handle because as much as everyone on instagram likes to say that you know everything is perfect and everything is easy life's fucking hard life is so hard you know and i'm i'm literally gonna be 21 like i'm still a child i'm still a baby right but what i have gone through has taught me that life is fucking hard but i always say like pick your hard you know, in six months time, you can be where you are right now and the same amount of pain and the same amount of trauma, not dealing with anything, or you can use that pain as a stepping stone. And then in six months have genuinely improved and worked through it. Like it's still going to be hard. You're still going to cry and have to do all that horrible, you know, like deep diving into your soul and figuring out what the hell is going on there. But would you rather evolve than just repeat? Yeah, hundred percent. And it's, and also like, being aware of the fact that while you do have accessibility to all these tools to be able to have other people, you're still using those same tools and optimizing oh, yeah. them along that journey too, you know, like yeah. just because you have oh, access you have to. to a library of everything. <laughs> um, yeah. doesn't mean that you're full on perfect, but you're still. Oh no, God, no. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean though? But a lot of people can yeah, probably yeah. have that misconception of the like, people in yeah. your, in your field. Yeah, and to people who feel that way, you know, they go on Instagram and they look at this, these people and they're like, oh my God, they're so perfect. Just stop consuming their content. You know, the biggest thing is energy in the world. You know, energy can't be created or destroyed. So if you see someone's content and you're like, fuck, that's so annoying, that's so fake, that doesn't resonate with me, just stop following them. Like you don't have to, you know? My Instagram used to be the perfect Instagram models and the perfect relationships and I was like, that's not serving me whatsoever so now my instagram is literally just motivational speakers all the time that's awesome because that's what it's about exactly and like in terms of like the authenticity project is that the name of just the podcast or is it just everything that you do right authenticity project is like the kind of the umbrella so yeah i yeah i don't actually no i think um obviously i love to chat So I wanted to start a podcast, but yeah, I think the Authenticity Project was, it's definitely the podcast name, but I think it's just everything I stand for. It's like like your mission statement, so to speak. Yeah, totally. Because Rihanna Browning Coaching just sounds a bit like, you know. Uh, So yeah, I mean, you know, that's all it's about. It's about showing up every day, no matter what state you're in and just being authentic. And if you have problems, I can talk about it and go and get help. You know, we don't have to just be once again perfect all the time because it's not it's not attainable trust me i tried (laughs) well it's yeah it's it's always going to be like something else that you reach for of different heights and different perfections and all that sort of stuff right like yeah but it's also learning like like at the end of the day as sad as it is like you're gonna die and i would rather have risked everything now figured out who i want to be as a person not giving a shit about all the superficial things and be happy with life yep. than be trying to strive to this perfection until I'm like 75 on my deathbed. 
you know, like what is, what is important to you? Mine's about showing up. Yeah. Showing up. That's awesome. Showing up and taking risks. Yeah. Just be happy. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like the world is such a, a sad place all the time. And it's like, you know, are you happy? Yes or no? If not, fucking do something about it. Like, yeah. Got you. Yeah. And like, it's and it's okay if you're feeling that way. Like, there are, you know, channels and tools to be able to help you. Yeah, totally. But yeah. also understanding that you can help yourself. And I think that's what people forget. It's like, oh, I have to hire a coach and I have to go to therapy. Like, those are great tools. And if they're accessible to you, then that's even better but you actually have the ability to change your mindset. You know, you wake up in the morning and you go, oh, fuck, today's going to be a shit day, obviously. (laughs) But if you wake up in the morning and you go, you know what, I'm going to give this the best go that I can, nine times out of 10, you'll have a really good day. It's all about your mindset. And like, how bad do you want it? Yeah, exactly. How badly do you want to be happy? Because you don't have to go to therapy. You know, you can just like meditate or just look in the mirror and just be like, you know what, this isn't the best that I have right now but it's good enough. And it's just about accepting where we are right now. Yeah. And I, and I've, you know, I've, from my own journey in terms of kind of, I don't know, happiness, so to speak, the journey in nice. pursuit of happiness, so to speak. Um, I love that. Yeah, you know, good, good movie and good song. And, um, but it's always fun. Like being able to talk to people is like a lot, the energy you get from it. Right. Yeah. Um, where it's like even just listening to people. Oh, yeah, um, listening. listening's massive. That helps. And I was just wondering, like, from the actual podcast standpoint of the Authenticity Project, is that mm. also another channel for you to kind of like? Oh yeah, have, absolutely. Just, just the, <laughs> you know, yeah. Not only absolutely. in terms of like people listening to you, but just you, just going, just for you to just have that raw, raw chat yeah. and that feeling. Yeah, totally, and. Like if you, if you follow me on Instagram, um, it's very structured, obviously I'm running a business and as much as people don't want to admit that it's a niche, it's a target audience and it makes money, right? So it needs to run from a business standpoint. So the Instagram, obviously I'm there to, you know, give content and, and genuinely help people, but that's from a business point of view. The podcast, I just say whatever I want to say. Yeah. Because I can, you know, and there's people out there who really enjoy listening to you know, um, for me, I listen to heaps of podcasts about coaches who are just on Instagram and on Facebook, very like professional. And then you listen to them chat shit or talk about sex and relationships. And you're like, that's what I can relate to. You don't always have to just be like business point of view all the time. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And then like, absolutely. and it creates that reliability, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Which makes people trust you. So yeah. therefore they're more inclined to work with you, which is a win-win situation. <laughs> exactly. And like, it's all what, about building trust. And like in terms of like other like sort of like forms of like information that you like kind of consume to kind of upskill yourself or podcasts, like what are the, what are the kind of like things that you've been like listening to lately, lately or watching lately that kind of that you've been consuming to kind of get that right. kind of insight. So um, I love to study any type of like spirituality. I love that. I also love. I think his name is Jay Shetty. Phenomenal guy. Oh yeah. If you have time. Yeah. Love him. Every single podcast he puts out is phenomenal. It's just, it's almost when people have so much to sh- like to say, but they almost dumb it down so that you can understand. That's what I like, you know, because we're not all like, we don't all have PhDs. 
we don't all understand the neuroscience of the brain. So sometimes it's nice to be like, you are anxious because of like just real plain and simple, but he's great. Um, also studying psychology helps a lot. Is and it- also I think just going through it, you know, it would be, I think it would be very interesting for people to sit down with a complete stranger, talk about their mental health and see how much of their problems are in this person as well. Cause we're all like linked, you know, energy wise. So mm. I feel like as we go through things in life, we learn different parts that I can teach other people. You know, for example, I was a massive people pleaser. All I cared about was everyone else. So when someone comes to me and they go, I can't really set boundaries. I'm like, oh, people pleaser. Here we go. Here's how to break down this. You know, or they'll be like, oh, I'm in a very toxic relationship and I want to get out. Okay, cool. Let's find some self-worth. Let's find some self-worth. So for one, we understand that we deserve better, et cetera. So I think just going through it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure like with, like people who kind of come to you for, you know, being able to solve different problems, they might already have like kind of an idea of what the answer is. Oh yeah. But they just want like kind of like confirmation, so to speak, from someone else of like, this is what I think I should be doing. Yeah. That's literally all it is. Yeah. That's literally all it is. Unless like I have some clients that really are interested in learning about why they think the way they do, which is great. And I love, you know, I love teaching, but yeah, it's literally about um, a stranger giving you a non-biased opinion. Totally. I know what I need to do to make myself happy, but I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay another lady to tell me what that is, you know, because then it resonates and you go, oh, that's a different perspective. Of course, you already know the answer. But the thing with knowing the answer and acting on that, it's uncomfortable and you have to put in the effort and that scares people. And so they find a different way to do that without, I guess, confronting the issue hand on yeah got you and um i think we talked about it a little bit offline as well it's like majority of like your consultation so to speak they're all through kind of like channels like this right zoom yeah and like i think you you highlighted something in like quite important for is that like some people are probably most more comfortable like doing it through like a zoom chat because like the having i know from like going to doctors you know, like going to the doctors oh. can be like kind of scary <laughs> sometimes. Like, yeah, uh, the doctors. Oh, I had to go to the doctors yesterday just to talk about my mental health. It's honestly, it's the first time I have every other time I've gone straight to a therapist. Um, but I was like, hey, doc, you know, I was like, one, I'm super fucking nervous to be here. And he was like, okay, it's all right. But yeah, totally. People, it's scary. Confrontation is scary, especially when you're sitting like opposite of the room to a complete fucking stranger and you're like you're like "Hmm, i think this is why like it's hard it's so hard you know and also i know for me personally going to therapy it's so scary you've got this man or this woman sitting across you with this book and they're just kind of writing down everything you're saying and you're like okay you know i like i like the idea of doing the zoom because one i can't see your body language so I can't really psychoanalyze you, which is great. But also, you feel comfortable when you're at home. Yeah. You know, some people, space, some people yeah. can't do the social thing. And that's fine. Yeah. You know? And I don't want that to be the reason that you can't work through your stuff. 100%. I'll do face to face if people want it. But it's yeah, fine. And, I, and fine. I think that's the thing, right? It's like accessibility. Like, like you yeah. said before, it's like accessibility in terms of not only, not everyone has the, the access to people like yourself um whether it's in terms of like financial reasons or just whether it's a face-to-face sort of meeting in terms of proximity to you or even in terms of like 
people's connectivity issues we experienced it like earlier on on this call like some people might just like oh far out like my internet's playing up i'm not able to like having that chat you know we struggled for like what nine minutes honestly oh yeah but that's just it is what it is right like yeah absolutely you roll with the punches you know that there we go let's use that as an example so that could have really dulled our moods and been like oh this is going to be shit now it's not going to work we're going to have a terrible conversation and it's like okay change your perspective yeah. One thing went wrong, your whole day's not ruined. Well, exactly. Know? Like there was probably like about five different um times when we probably were like, oh, let's push it away until some the internet and our energy yeah. just like aligned. But like we kind of yeah. broke it down and we tried different things yeah. and we ended up sussing it out. And I mean it's quite cool to be able to, you know, think about life in that way. Like because oh, as yeah. you said, I mean, like earlier on in the piece, like no one's perfect like everyone has these no. like, ups and downs and being aware of it's okay to have those ups and downs yeah and also a big thing that I teach is accountability understand what part you play in life yeah. you know for me once again massive people please up also a massive self-sabotager and I was like oh nothing works out nothing works. no shit babe like all yeah. you do is is you self-sabotage it so it's taking accountability for the part that you play in your life and then working through that the first part is accountability you know is there actually something wrong am i am i the toxic friend yeah probably yeah cool work through it it's always hard to like put a mirror up to yourself or like your life in terms of like what because not many people would like to kind of like admit to themselves about doing something wrong like but some people probably don't even understand that they are doing something wrong for their own yeah self so like being aware yeah, that, of like self sabotage is a thing, um, and it's also yeah, like with people everything push too. on themselves, right? Like yeah, that's my favorite thing to teach. I I have obviously this um what's the word this um persona that you know I'm I'm a super authentic person, but when we have like my coaching calls, my favorite thing to do is call out my clients because you've gone through life with no one, no one's telling you the things you're doing wrong. No one's explaining to you why you feel this way or why you behave this way. And so my favorite thing to do is I go, so are you the problem? And people have to think. They really have to think and they have to go, fuck, am I the problem? And that's my favorite thing because that's when your growth really truly starts. It's when you can understand the part that you play because, you know, I feel like we're always trying to blame someone else for our behavior, for our, our thoughts and it's like well it's your body and it's your mind yeah. so like you, you know like you can be the problem 99 of the time and that was the hardest thing i had to learn because then i was like oh now like now you have to change something now that you have accepted that you are the issue and there's something in your life that you need to change now you have to fix it because you understand it and a lot of people can't sit on the thought of knowing what's wrong and not fixing it so yeah. that's my favorite thing it's like are you the issue today Oh, but how did how did you respond to that? You know, it's it's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's I cool. love it. I love triggering people. <laughs> <laughs> and also like that thing of like sugar coating, like just oh, I hate it. Throw it out, like yeah, throw it out. Because um, you're here, you're here to learn, right? You're here to get better. Yeah, that's the thing. If you sign up with a coach, if you sign up to therapy, if you go and talk about your mental health, you you've made the first step. You know, there's something you need to change. So now it's about changing it. And you're not going to change it by someone sitting there and being like, you know what, I understand. No, 
this is this is why you are the way you are and these are the things you can do to improve yeah. and it's your choice you know you yeah. either repeat or you evolve yeah. and do yeah. you find like do you find like in terms of like everything that you do in terms of like empowerment and just like life coaching like there's no you might have all these tools but no no combination of tools is gonna fit the exact same person right like there's right. always like yeah. trial and error of okay try this out oh, how does this how did this go oh yeah it did work okay cool how about this oh yeah. no that didn't work so it isn't just yeah. like the gospel of okay if you do these 10 commandments you're gonna be oh, happier. totally like totally like, talk, talk on I that think... because they'll probably be like they'll probably be our challenge right in terms of just trying to oh yeah puzzle absolutely piece it out. let's yeah, let's let's talk about that. So I think there's this massive expectation whenever you get into helping people, it's it's very textbook, right? Perfect example. Uh, once I finished my degree, say I wasn't coaching and I wanted to become a clinical psychiatrist, the first thing I would do with every single person is probably the same eight steps. Yep. Do they have the same eight symptoms of a diagnosis? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, cool. This is your diagnosis. If the answer is no, move on. And I think I went into that obviously never done this before (laughs) i went into this with with that mindset everyone is the same similar similar um like thoughts and processes and behaviors and it's like actually no and the perfect example of that is i have one client who's very goal orientated she's like we must set goals we must achieve them i'm like okay cool and then i have another client who prefers intentions because when we set goals with this client it's something to fail at and therefore the goal doesn't get achieved and then we guilt ourselves and we shame ourselves into feeling shit. So that was that was massive. I was always setting goals at the start of every month with every single client. And then one client was like, hey, this doesn't work for me. And I was like, oh, okay. So now for that particular person, it's all about intentions. You know, what intention can we set for the start of the month that you might possibly achieve or possibly reach, but if you don't, it's okay. So that was, yeah, that was massive. It's just, it's understanding that not everyone is a textbook. <laughs> not yeah. everyone's the same. You know, exactly. you might not want to meditate, you know, you might have um, racing anxiety when you go to bed. And so you, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, like, let's meditate. Let's, you know, let's uh, write in our journal. And, you know, you might be like, hey, look, I'm not going to write in the journal. That's not my thing. Right. But you might really enjoy like screen therapy. It might be really comforting to hold a pillow up to your face and scream into it before you go to bed. Is it the same effect as meditating? Yeah, totally. But you're not going to sit there. I mean, you might hate this, you might, but you might not sit there for, you know, 10 minutes and center your energy and, you know, ground yourself before you go to bed. You might just prefer to scream into something. And to me, it's about getting the outcome. I don't, I don't really care how we get there as long as we are always constantly improving. And that was, yeah, that was massive. And I think like, like for me, like meditate, I, I talked to my mate about it like in terms of like meditating. He's like big on actually meditating, like sitting down, quiet yeah dark room like kind of yeah recollecting stuff like for me like i can't necessarily do that so i can't really sit still but <laughs> like, and probably like one thing for me over lockdown it's been quite hard is like i really like just going for long drives listening to mm. music like that is something of just focusing on something that's yeah I had to put all my focus on driving the car safely but for whatever reason there's this part of my brain that starts ticking over and that's probably been the hardest thing of me being in lockdown, like not being able to do that. That's a form of med- yeah. meditation for me, you know, like. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And same, you know, I, I remember when I started, my coach was like, you need to meditate, Ren. your brain just moves, uh, you know, 20, whatever an hour. And I was like, yeah, nah, that's not going to work, you know, and I've done that, you know, I sit there and I meditate in the morning, but for me, it's about meditating outside. So I feel more effects like being outside in the sun. Is it still doing the same thing? Yeah. But I also really enjoy like cooking and I also really enjoy planning out my week. So for some people sitting on a Sunday and planning out their week so that they're not feeling overwhelmed when they wake up in the morning, that's their form of meditation. And I think it doesn't really matter, you know? And I think when we put ourselves in this box of meditating and journaling and drinking tea and getting a good, it can be overwhelming in itself, right? Like in terms of like, yeah, absolutely. Cause not everyone, yeah, not everyone wants to do a five step um, morning routine. Not everyone wants to do a a three step morning routine. So you know, for me, a massive thing is journaling, but it's also just a thing called a scribble. And so I'll just sit there in the morning and sometimes you don't actually know what you want to write. And so when you force yourself to be like, how am I feeling? You get overwhelmed and then you don't do it. So I literally just scribble on a piece of paper. Got you. And, and then I'm like, like, oh, I feel a lot better. And, and to other on. people, it probably just, just looks like hieroglyphics in a way because it's just scribbles. Oh, yeah. But oh, it's it, just... makes, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But to me, that makes my brain feel like a little bit calmer and I'm able to tackle the day you know but if I had forced myself to get up and shower and work out and meditate and journal it's a lot it's a lot and I think it's it's not it's not really attainable every single day like I try to over lockdown I think I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna journal I'm gonna meditate I'm gonna work out I'm gonna do yoga I think I did it for three days I was like this is it's just not it so yeah understanding that everyone is very very different but as long as you get to that outcome, that's what oh, it's yeah. about. Nah. It's, it's just, it's, a, it's awesome what you do anyway, like in terms of just being able to like give people the tools to, I don't know, just feel better about themselves, right? Like like I've like on the podcast before, like had like Sarah Kelsey and Sarah Guernsey, like they're both like in that self-help sort of space, yeah. right? Like one up project and live lively, like for different reasons, right? Like one's in the financial, like literacy like capacity ones yeah. in terms of stationary and just getting yourself methodically Organized. in order and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I've got a huge amount of respect for people who play in that kind of space because, um, you know, it was for me, like personally, like looking at a lot of looking at all the content, not all the content like relates, you know, of course, but there might yeah, be this totally. one thing and this one thing you might pick up on and that could actually change your life. And it could just oh, be like yeah. super, super small, but it could be something that you end up embedding within your own routines and stuff um, yeah. or the way you think. So Yeah, totally. I teach one thing. Um, I like to call it like, did you die? And this is just the concept of neutralizing yourself in a situation so that you can look at it logically. And so like, for example, a client will come to me with an issue that's really been controlling their week. To me, it's very surface level. Is it still valid? Yeah, absolutely. But I go, I go. what's the worst thing that can happen? And then they'll give me a response. And the response is literally nothing because nothing bad can happen with that thought because it's not really, it's not physical yet. Like you're just thinking it. And then I go, did you die? And then they go, no. And I'm like, cool. So see how it's a little bit easier to tackle now because it's not consuming our brain. And I think it's about that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, 
you need to do these 10 things to become the best version of yourself. That's like, sometimes you need to ask yourself, hey, are we actually in genuine danger right now? Or are we just overthinking? And when you go, did you die? It's so simple. And to so many people, it's so so dumb and it's not like the coaching way, but to someone who is constantly overthinking, constantly stressed about something, and you ask them that question that they can look at their problem logically, did you die? No, obviously not. You're still here. It just it neutralizes them and they can they can see it for something else rather than just being this extremely overwhelming thought. Yeah, and like immediately get into that like flight response. Yeah. You know, that fight that's or flight. Literally what everyone is in. Yeah, you're either in fight or flight. And sometimes it's important to remind your brain that you're not, right? Perfect example. If you are in flight response, you can't actually exhale for the same amount of time that you inhale. And so doing that, you know, actually physically reminding your body that you're okay, sometimes that's what you need. You don't need to meditate all the time, you know, or you don't need to talk about your problems in extreme depth. You just need to understand that you're not in like in fear, you know, you're you're actually okay. Like you're not going to die. You you will survive. So that's what it's about. Oh, it's, uh, it's a super cool. Like already, like, like hopefully when people like listen back to this, they like, there's like at least like one insight that I can take away in terms of, yeah, like already like making in some sort of improvement or just realizing, oh, I was thinking that way. Like, oh, that makes yeah. sense, you know? But sometimes yeah. it's just listening to something from like a, a confirmation of maybe how you are feeling or a solution that you might have in your head. Yeah. Sometimes you and just need someone else to play it back to you. Like, you do, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that people struggle with uh, that they don't realize is we all have these like, I call it like my little like devil, like she sits on my shoulder she lets me know what I can't do, right? For example, I'll, you know, I'll start something and she'd be like, Ren, that's a really dumb idea. You should just stop, right? And so it's learning to question that voice. So the biggest thing is like, is that belief true? Yes or no. Once again, looking at things logically, is it true? No. Do you have proof that that's 100% honest? Yeah. Like who, like who told you that belief? Is it true? Yes or no. Then you go, no. And then you go, okay, cool who would I be if I didn't believe that and then you list all the all the things you want to be and then you go hey there's actually no physical evidence that this belief I'm feeling is 100% correct so therefore just let it go you know it's it's literally that easy instead of trying to figure out 16 different ways to cope with this feeling just ask yourself hey is this true is there proof because that's what people love they love logic that's how I think also the mind, that's how the mind functions. It's looking at things logically. Did you die? No. Okay, cool. Move on. You know? yeah. And it's quite cool <laughs> how they even just being like, you kind of like listed out like five kind of steps of five questions to ask yourself in terms of different things. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah, quite cool to like even like break it down like that. Five questions. Yeah, five yeah. questions. And just yeah. like look it's yourself just, in the mirror or about, write, them, write them down yeah. and uh, like answer them yeah. to the best of your ability and see what response you get out. Like, Totally. And that's another thing I think in the world of coaching or the world of self-improvement, there's all these things that you must do to this perfect number and this perfect extent. Uh, An example of that is affirmations, right? People are expected literally to get up in the morning, look in the mirror and be like, I am beautiful. I am loved. As much as I love that. And if that works for you, good. I think it's about making sure that it resonates with you. So I can't get up in the mirror and go, I am beautiful. I can get up in the mirror and go, I am the baddest bitch, period that works for me yeah. you know some people some people can't do that they can't look in the mirror and go 
you're going to have a really good day. Some people need to look in the mirror and go, you know what? We're going to give it our best shot. Yep. And that's what it's about. It's just not being perfect. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, no, that's awesome. Like, it's just, it's, it is always cool, like, hearing a lot of that, like, a lot of those words and a lot of those, like, um, goals. Because like, yeah. a lot of people, whether you're, like, I don't know, the Don or the Queen or whatever, you, know, you still have, like, relative issues like, in terms of what you're trying to oh, achieve. absolutely. Like. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, at the end of the day, we all have insecurities. Yep. And I feel like we need to remember that. You know, I'm a very confident, happy person and I'm very grateful for the life that I live. But of course, there's always things that I'm, I'm constantly worried about, you know, but it's okay. I think when we put ourselves in these boxes to show up 24 seven and just be perfect, there's nothing to strive for. Like you've made it, you know, people always say, oh, I've made it. Well, you shouldn't have, you should always be learning. You should always be healing. You should always, always be improving. growing in some. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause then you're done. So then yeah. what's your purpose? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, no. And like, so like what, what's next on the horizon? Obviously like, like continuing <sighs> to like build your business up and kind of like reach yeah. new heights. Cause as you said, like you, you're constantly improving in terms of the way that you're working and in terms of the, what you're doing and the lane that you're paving for yourself. Um, but what is on the horizon? Like what are your, kind of your sort of like goals in terms of what you're wanting to achieve? Like, Cause are you still, are you still like doing uni or are you done that? No, that's not done. No. So we have to go back. No, we don't have to go back. I'd like to go back. I really enjoy learning about the brain and the way that people like respond and behave. And yeah. um, I think honestly at the start, you know, it's fun. Uni is very exciting. It's very new, uh, but I really wanted to start a business. And I think it was really important for me to put everything on hold literally and see where it could go. Because with me personally, if I'm going to do something, we do it at 110%. Yep. And we make sure that it's going to work. And if it does fail, at least I gave it a go. And, oh. you know, a lot of people were like, what are you doing? You're literally 20 years old. You have no life experience. You can't help anyone. And I was like, can I try? It's a cool thing to say, right? Like, can I try? Yes. It's kind of like yeah. what you're saying. Like, yeah, I did. Like, yes, no. Like, yeah, right, logically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what people forget. And my biggest, my biggest advice is don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm not going to talk to someone about my business success who's never run a business. It's, that's not going to be beneficial for me. And I think it's so important to learn that people will put you in this box of not being able to achieve things because they're too fucking scared to do it themselves. And so you just have to take the, like, you just have to take the leap because what's the worst thing that's going to happen? We fail. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't it interesting the whole like um, criticism out of insecurity, right? Oh, like, so, that, and we're that. like supposed to it all the time. <laughs> like it's just, it's, yeah, it's crazy, but it's just being able to have that power of like blocking out a lot of that stuff. Or as you said, like yeah. listening to the people who are in your corner or who are in your corner, but are not going to sugarcoat stuff gonna give you the oh, real gonna give you the authentic yeah. truth cut the bullshit yeah. cut the yeah. fakeness like you know <laughs> like taglines taglines like totally i think it's so important uh you know if if you are listening make sure you do have someone in your corner who is going to support you 24 7 no matter what um to me that's my partner you know he's going to always be in my corner no matter what but then i have my dad who's like are you using your brain today you know like someone who <laughs> is going to call you out for your stuff i think it's important to have both yeah absolutely 
Absolutely. That's awesome. Like, I mean, we're, we're like nearly come up to like a whole hour convo and that's like super cool because not only I've been looking forward to this convo because we've been like plotting and scheming for this one for a while. Mm. But like, honestly, as I said before, like I'm sure there's going to be like a huge amount of insights like for people all ready to like, get yeah. to know you, what you're talking about, but even just off, off the value of this conversation, like hearing yeah, and that's what people it's about. talk about this stuff. Hopefully they take yeah. something away. Like, Yeah, and I love that I'm not talking to another coach. You know, it's I'm just talking to someone who just wants to learn and I'm always open to learning. And going back to your question about what's coming up, I'd love to do a group coaching like session sometime next year. Oh, I'd cool. also love to write a book. I'd love to travel the world and do TED Talks. Like there's so much coming, but also I think there's so much um, gratitude and happiness and just being present. Yeah. You know, for a long time, I was always trying to find that next best thing and I forgot I am the best thing right now. So it's just about, you know, being present and loving life right now. Yeah. There was actually one thing I was going to like say, like one thing that I really like um, that you do on Instagram is those kind of like those group sessions. Like you already are kind of doing it really. In a way. Oh, the like masterclasses. Yeah, those masterclasses. Yeah. Like, that's a kind yeah. of a cool way, A, to test that stuff, but kind of like showing up for other people. Like, Yeah, and I think the masterclasses are fun. One, they challenge me. I need to get on live. Live is very, it's very scary. You know, there's yeah, a lot of it. people who sit there and just watch it and they don't like it and they don't respond. And you're like, oh. But yeah, masterclasses are so important. It teaches people some very valuable skills, but also at a smaller amount so that they're a little bit more eager to like yeah. figure out more. And then that's, that's when they sign on. But I love, I love masterclasses. I think it's so important, especially when you're trying to help people. Like I shouldn't always be trying to sell something. I should still be trying to help people who, who can't afford that, you know? Yep. And it's so kind of like, yeah, provide, providing something. a service of kind of like free yeah. stuff. Yeah, totally. Kind of come into the world, right? Like, I mean, that's so many yeah. people like get into this like world of like, I have to commoditize everything. But sometimes, like, there's like kind of strength in terms of just providing that that wisdom or yeah, those thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think once you do give out free stuff, from what I've learned from experience, is people build trust with you. They build a emotional connection with you. You know, like I have probably six to eight people in my DMs that are always liking my stuff and they're always responding to my stories. And eventually they will be clients, but it's also about making sure that they feel safe and yeah. trusted to work with me. You know, I don't want to work with people who are just there just because, you know, like I, I like to build relationships with my clients. I want to be lifelong friends because I have helped you become the best version of yourself. And every day I wake up and I remember those people, you know, yeah. and that's it it's not always about selling something you don't always have to be like oh my god <laughs> yeah you know and, and exactly like kind of coming full circle is like exactly what you said it's like leading with purpose not not leading with like the reward because if you leave yeah. with the reward the, the reward, reward can, can get is stop big 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 but you're forgetting the purpose like it's always been like kind yeah, of customer totally. first or like purpose led in terms of what you do yeah and i think you know, going quickly into spirituality, I think everyone has a purpose in life for sure. And I think mine is, it's just guiding people to a higher vibrational frequency. And to anyone who doesn't know what that means, uh, just, you know, living your happiest, healthiest version of, of yourself 24 seven. So that's why I do it. I feel like I probably couldn't stop. You know, I'd always do something to help someone else because in turn, it helps me. That's awesome. 
Well, that's a, so, so, honestly, it's been like, honestly, it's a pleasure like to have you like on the sort of Kiwi Aww. show. Green, this is super cool. Even though we couldn't do it like, like on the face-to-face, but at the end of the day, like I'm sure there's going to be a lot of insights through here. And it's just cool to have a yarn anyway. I've yeah, no, both, oh, I'm, I'm people that like to have yarns, like regardless. This so. is great. And it's nice to be recognized for the work you do. And, you know, people are like, hey, I, I, actually, I actually really like listening to you. Can you come and chat? And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, of course I can. It's nice. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a That's pleasure. all good. And like one thing on, before we go, like as part of the show, everything that we do, it's, it's, it's showcasing like Kiwis who are doing cool stuff, but it's always got like a music twist. And I always ask every single guest on the show to, if you were to pick like a New Zealand track a key, from a Kiwi artist that you would like to ride out to, what is it, what is oh. it going to be? Um, and it can be something that you've been listening to lately or just, your favorite Kiwi song of all just time. Any like, any song? I don't know. Any if I Kiwi have song. Just a song. I love any 660. I went and saw them. That Kiwi, right? Yeah. Just yeah. checking. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw them in concert and I've got a video on my phone and it's like the freest, happiest, like 50 minutes of my life. Got you. So any six six uh, any yeah, any six sixty. It just brings you back, you know? Got you. Even their sad songs. <laughs> their sad songs. Right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick a six sixty song, um, to write out to, like what, if you. Oh, I like rise up. Rise up. Oh. Yeah. An oldie but a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Wicked. Um. No, thanks. Thanks so much, Ren. Um. Super stoked. This is six sixty. Rise up. Um. Go and check out Ren. Like um. All her deets are in the old descriptions and. Instagram handles or whatever. Um, so hit her up and um, visit 660, rise up. Have an awesome day wherever you are in the world. Peace. Don't let them tell you how to treat your life